Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Open Gym. I am your host, Omar Blancarte, and I'd like to introduce this week's guest, Brian Nguyen. Brian is a UX designer and a 3D artist out of Irvine, California, and in this episode, he talks to us about his journey in life, career, and his freelance work as a 3D artist. Brian also gives us an inside scoop of his potential art exhibit that might come to light next year. Brian is very passionate about art, storytelling, and technology, and in one day he hopes to merge it all together. So without further ado, let's get it started. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Open Gym. Today's guest is Brian Nguyen. Brian, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. No worries. Um, my first question for you is, who is Brian Nguyen? Who's Brian Nguyen? Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, I mean, just put simply, it's, uh, yeah, somebody who, you know, is always trying to grind, um, always trying to grind about what I love to do and kind of put my, uh, you know, thoughts into the world. Uh, you know, I found that through a career in um, design and, uh, you know, pushing and trying to create art and things like that. But um, for me, I think it's just, I describe myself as trying to be curious. Um, yeah, working hard. Um, and always just trying to learn um, from other people. Um, and hopefully, you know, in trying to do that, that I'm, uh, that maybe people are maybe learning from me as well. Um, something that I always like to, or like a mantra that I've always kind of wanted to live by is that I want to be somebody that I find interesting. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's, uh, I guess, that's a high-level view of what I what I describe myself as. I always ask this question because it's always asked in interviews, and it's like the worst because you have to describe yourself. Yeah, for sure. Especially for a job interview, you're kind of like, uh, you know, I kind of <laughs> just want the job, man. <laughs> so, I want to get paid. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where are you from? I'm from Orange County, uh, Irvine, California. Oh, sweet. We live down the street. Oh yeah, where you where where you living at? Santa Ana. Oh, okay, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, did, were you born and raised in Irvine? Uh, I was born in like Fountain Valley, but uh, I I was raised uh, in Irvine for my whole life uh, before I went to college, pretty much. Okay. Uh, but then when I went to college, I was uh, living in LA. So, um, what college did you attend to? USC. Oh. oh, nice. Was that hard getting in? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean I. I put a lot of work to get into just colleges in general, I think, um, which I, you know, which I'm glad and I'm, I'm proud of ha having done that. I think, uh, maybe I was too zeroed in on that, you know, when I was younger, <laughs> like maybe like the reasoning behind why I wanted to go to a good college, uh, wasn't as clear, but, um, you know, I'm glad that I, you know, I put the work in for sure. And you, you're done with school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so I know that you, you're a designer, um, and a lot of people, I think when they, someone says designer, they probably think like a fashion designer or something, but there's many aspects to design, and I know you do illustrations as well. Do you want to talk about what you do more? Yeah, so I do uh, like user experience, UX, and product design, uh, slash interaction design. There's kind of a lot of names for it, um, but on a kind of more summary level, uh, what I do is um, kind of crafting product experiences, 
uh, how a particular app or a kind of flow may work um, when going through, um, when using technology. Um, I think the industry as a whole, it, it's, it is kind of zeroed in on like apps and things like that, but user experience can really apply to, you know, how people just uh, use physical products as well, but uh, physical products and um, how kind of humans and computers are interfacing with each other and making sure that, that uh, that's smooth and that what the technology is doing is helping the, the person to like achieve what they want to achieve in that particular piece of technology and not be like a barrier to what they, they want to achieve. Okay, so that's your, your day job, correct? Yes. And then you've also done 3D art. You wanna talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, How did you get into that? The better question, I guess. Into like 3D art stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think just, um, it's something that I have, so, I mean, just growing up, I, I like playing a lot of games and things like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, I had always seen it as like, oh, you know, like game art is so cool. And, um, you know, the, the way that you're able to kind of communicate certain things through 3D art. And uh, I had never really tried to make any, maybe not until I started college, um, and even a little bit into college. And so... Um, yeah, just trying to to experiment with like, you know, what what are some ideas that I could get out in 3D art um, and, you know, that I can kind of uh, kind of communicate what I'm feeling um, through 3D art because I've seen it done in so many cool ways. And, you know, you know, to be honest, like touching ways in things like games and like 3D animations like Pixar and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, that's probably how I got into it. Um, what was your favorite game growing up? Oh, man. Um, uh, do you know what the Final Fantasy series is? Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, probably. Um, it's my favorite game. And there was, like, a remake of it recently, and, you know, I really like that, too. I, like, I like games with good stories a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of kind of the RPGs I was really into. Um, and I liked um, I liked fighting games a lot, too. So I like Street Fighter. Oh, I like okay. Marvel versus Capcom a lot, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you said you got into 3D illustration and somewhat in college. Were you, were you taking classes for that or is that something you did on your own? Uh, that was something I did mainly on my own. Um, so in college, I actually studied uh, English Lit. Okay. And uh, I like minored in computer science and I studied some business stuff. Um, and, I, you know, it's like it kind of sounds cool that like I studied a lot of things, but that was kind of just a typical, I didn't really know, like, you know like, how to condense my interests into like what I was learning. Um, so, so uh, yeah, I kind of got into it myself, but I got more into it when I took a 3D graphics class um, with, uh, with one of my professors who, who used to do like Disney stuff. And I think that's when I like really started to like lean in and kind of like want to, uh, you know, I talked to him a lot about like certain aspects of the 3D the 3d uh, world i guess yeah um so what was your first 3d illustration i saw i saw a couple on there on your instagram yeah um i guess the ones on the instagram are the ones that i kind of have um felt more comfortable with sharing <laughs> you know? oh, okay um uh, probably one of my first ones that i kind of like felt pretty happy with uh that's not on the instagram is just one of um 
the like the Iron Giant. Oh, uh, you did something yeah, like that. The, yeah, yeah. So that um, was something I was just learning because the Iron Giant has like a lot of like very clear shapes. So um, that was something probably like my very first one that was like, oh man, that, this is this is like, oh, I love three D yeah. art. You know, yeah, this is so sick. Um, yeah, that's probably the first one. Have you seen um, a lot of growth from when you started to now? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. How, how long does it usually take to create like a piece? Ooh. Uh, from like the very idea phase, the ideation phase to like done. Um, maybe like anywhere from like 10 to, you know, 30 hours or just whenever I get oh. sick of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's just like, I, I think I'm just done, done with this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, um, and a lot of the times it feels like you're, you're just doing a lot of tweaking, right? Maybe like the general shape of something you already have done, but um, it feels like you're kind of rotating the model a lot, just like looking for very small things with color or lighting that you could always make a little bit better. Um, but it really depends, maybe yeah, 10, anywhere from 10, 10 plus, let's just say 10 plus, because sometimes Hours. it doesn't really take that long, yeah. And do you try to knock it out in one day, or? No, no, definitely, definitely not. Um, I think just, yeah, because I have, um, you know, regular day job and just, uh, you know, kind of normal happenings of life. Um, I try to at least an hour every day, um, just mm -hmm. so I kind of have like a consistency with. Um, Your skills? Yeah, exactly. It's like, and a lot of times, you know, it, it's this kind of thought of um, kind of removing the the um, the mental barrier of like, I need to schedule time to work on this. It's like, mm -hmm. if I just have like an hour every day that I, I, I like basically force myself to work on it, even if it's, I'm like not really doing much, I think it, it just creates a habit for me. Okay. Um, so from our conversation so far, it seems like you're very passionate about design in general and art. Why is that? So why are you so passionate? Yeah, so I think, so actually my first job out of college was, um, the title was like configuration analyst and systems engineer. So I was doing stuff with like databases and it was actually more engineering type, uh, like okay. an engineering type job. It wasn't exactly engineering, but like just more kind of number crunching, that type of stuff. And uh, I kind of got into that because I wanted to like make things, right? That was kind of the initial thought process. I like making things. But then I, I had come to learn that for, for this particular thing, it felt like I was being given things to make and kind of some of the ideas of like how to solve some of the problems I didn't have so much freedom with. And um, so I kind of, I just kind of really wanted to evaluate like what it is, what is it about, um, kind of not just products, but just like making things that I, I, I really enjoy. Yeah. And it's the, it's the creative aspect. Um, growing up, I had be, I've always been really interested in kind of creative pursuits, but I never, it was always something I did on the side and it never felt like something I, I could do as a job or like that was necessarily like, not that, it, not that it's not value, but it just didn't feel like tangible to me. It's just like, oh, I like making things on computers. That's cool, you know, but like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so after that first job, I just kind of spent a lot of um, kind of reflection. It was like I, I, I was uh, 
kind of a typical like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing my, with my life around that age. You know, I was going through like some personal stuff as well. Okay. And so I, I kind of just sat myself down as like, what is it that I really, really love um, to do? And like, how can I grind towards doing that? And, uh, um, you know, it, it's like you, you're never going to be 100% sure, but like things like technology design, um, UX design seem to be the right path. So I kind of just went for it. Um, you know, applied to grad school for it um, and got in. And, you know, it, it, again, you know, I can never be 100% certain, but it feels like I'm on the right path. And, uh, yeah. you know, I feel that's why I do feel pretty passionate about it. So we also were um, talking before this and you said you're passionate about storytelling. Is there a reason why? Is it, is it the same as before, what you said earlier? Um, yeah, uh, I'm about storytelling because, you know, as, as corny as this is, it's like everybody has their own story to tell. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing UX design, product design, and like my reasons for doing it are going to be totally different from another guy's reasons from doing it, another person's reasons for doing it. Uh, same thing with like fashion design and, uh, you know, any kind of design, fashion, uh, architecture, whatever. Yeah, And um, I think that when it comes to kind of creative work or just um, kind of how people experience the world, it's like storytelling creates a connection um, between people. It's like why you, you um, feel like you're when you look at something like a visual work or, or music or anything, right? That mm-hmm. like because there's a story behind it. Um, it feels more kind of like tangible. Um, it feels like more human, you know, like yeah. um, because, you know, two people can, let, let's just say hypothetically, two people both wrote a song and somehow the song sounded exactly the same. You know, somehow those two songs are still different because of the like personal story that each of those people have. And um, I think that's uh, for me, I'm really, um, just really interested in that. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, Brian. So what do you feel that you do better than other designers or what's a unique trait about you? Yeah. So it's not necessarily um, what I do better, but um, I'm really interested in this, this concept of specialized knowledge, uh, which a buddy of mine kind of talked to me about and I read a little bit more about. And uh, it's, really that even though there are a lot of designers out there, um, everybody is unique in their own way. And so, you know, there aren't going to be a lot of designers that, you know, quote unquote, you know, liked Final Fantasy, you know, majored in English, you know, studied computer science stuff. But, and it's just like, how do you, how to kind of bring out those unique aspects of of what you have to offer, you know, not just, not just to, uh, you know, from a product sense, but like uh, on any team, right. That every, how can you be unique within a team? And, um, it's like that, that's something that like, I continually just want to, to grind on. It's like, what can I emphasize or like what's personal to me and how I design and how I can help other people as well. Okay. That's a good answer. Um, as far as specialized knowledge. So it's, um, from what I took out of it, it's like your own story. If you were in a part of of TNC, your own story, and how do you make the team unique with what you've been through, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's it's like, 
you know, I, it, that, that's something that I, I, I feel just strongly about. It's like how, how can you be yourself in, in, how can you bring yourself into, into the things that you do? And, you know, nobody else could do it like you. Yeah. And um, again, I, I think it, it's, it's not necessarily, like, oh, like, how am I doing something better than someone else? It's just that, like, nobody can do a better Brian than, than me. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's what I want to bring to the team, like what Brian brings. And okay. how do I continue to just, to just you know, chip away at that um, and, and really just focus in on the things that, that I offer? And, uh, um, yeah, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, got to continue with the grind. You know, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big uh, coming from SoCal, I'm a big Kobe fan, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, rest in peace, but, um, it's, it's, it's just that concept of like, uh, you know, you just put in the work and then at the end of the day, you can be satisfied with, um, that, that you kind of just put it all on the table and that you did it your way, you know? And that's, yeah. and that's something I really, that's, that's really a mantra that, that I, I really live by. So. Out of the six that you have here, you probably have more, like you said, that you haven't shared which one was your favorite one um probably the the falling one the one with the kind of dude falling falling down into like a bed of flowers you know um that one is probably at, at least of the most recent ones uh, my favorite one and which which one was the most challenging one um probably the the symmetry one um with oh that one's uh, really cool. the two hands and and, and the uh, the ring in the middle which i did for um costante um i think you had connie on one time he um that one was pretty difficult just because uh modeling hands is is pretty tough like um human like yeah just like it's like when you're when, when you're when you're modeling or even just drawing or something um a human hand and then like you're just looking at it for a long time after a while you're like dude what the hell is this thing like it's crazy as hell you know like yeah. super crazy it's like and so that one was probably the hardest for me um i definitely enjoyed that one that um that one you know it feels like you're taking anatomy classes to figure out yes um, you know what's going on there um, so did you have like a hand? Oh, I'm sorry, cut off. Did you have a hand or something when when you were doing that? Or did you just have like a reference picture? Um a reference picture, like a bunch of reference pictures. Um and then you, you can find like um like websites out there that have like hand at every angle kind of, kind of thing you know we're like websites literally for people that like do more drawing stuff but like yeah using the same references just to like kind of figure that out so i should have asked this earlier actually you said you were always into like creative um outlets when you were growing up mm -hmm. so were you able to draw when you were growing up because i feel like 3d art you must know how to draw right um yeah i mean I know how to sketch decently, um, yeah. but not, I would not consider myself somebody who's like good at drawing. Um, like, I think I, I like sketching ideas and things like that. And, you know, I'm okay. Uh, but definitely 3D and sketching, for me, I feel 3D is a little bit more forgiving because, you know, what, what you do is you take 
a shape and then you kind of like mold it into the mm. correct shape and then you know you can like spin it at certain angles to make sure that everything's going okay but then yeah. like for for drawing you kind of you're kind of committed to every single line you're drawing yeah. and if you mess up i mean you could erase it but it, it just I, I think just the way my mind works uh 3d stuff just feels more intuitive to me i've seen videos on youtube and i think it's like you start off from what it looks like a clay ball and then you just dabbing away until you make what you want yeah so it, it could be any shape uh you a ball or a uh you know usually a cube or something and then you, what you're doing is you're just like okay i'm going to stretch this part this part i'm going to kind of make smaller and then just, just things like that and times a million and then eventually <laughs> something looks looks similar so. so do you think um what's more impactful like the 2D just lines or 3D art? It's more impactful. Um, As a person, like if you're seeing it. And when I you guess, say impactful, um, what do you mean? To, to emotion for someone, like if you were looking at oh, it at a gallery. Oh, um, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's just different. I think, you know, because it's obviously like 2D and 3D, they're very closely related. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's pretty easy to kind of really associate them with each other. But for me, they just feel really different. Um, and it's whatever just gets the idea or something across the best. Um, for me personally, I, you know, I like 3d stuff more. Yeah. Um, so, so for me that, that would be my answer, but then, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of value in, in kind of like the way people express 2d things too. And that's why actually it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Um, for a lot of for a lot of Disney movies, that okay. they like, oh, let's just go D, let's just go 3D, right? And so every every mm. Disney movie these days, they have like now a 3D version, and it's like, I think that's cool, but then at the same time, it, some of them just don't look that great. Like Lion King was great, but then it's just like, dude, is it chill that like, oh, like got the like live a, action? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like too crazy to me. Yeah, you know? it's like they're just they're just different, and to like kind of force it into into the other, I think isn't necessarily always the right thing to do, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do, but for some of those things, it's like, I don't really think like a real lion looking simple. Talking, is yeah. What I'm trying to look at right now, you know? Yeah, yeah it just feels weird, so, yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned to me earlier that you have an art exhibit, hopefully coming out, maybe next year. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, so I've been kind of brainstorming with um, a buddy of mine, Will Wong. Shout out to Will Wong if you listen to this. <laughs> um, uh, and we were kind of thinking of um, wanting to start some kind of art exhibit that explores kind of the theme of uh, what's the, the, the world between like digital and physical, because nowadays it feels like... Um, you know, especially during COVID where a lot of people aren't leaving their computers at all, basically. Yeah. It's like, and like things like Instagram, it's like, who am I in, in like the digital, the way that I exist in the digital world? And um, is that different from, from who I am when I'm just like walking down the street, right? And uh, what is kind of quote unquote more, who is the quote unquote more real expression of myself? Um, and 
yeah, we we've been wanting to, you know, we we each have just like several pieces of um, of kind of digital art, and he he in particular comes from a more industrial design background, so he has like more physical um, things that he experiments with, and uh, yeah, we're, we we we're hoping, you know, by the end of everything, yeah, hopefully by next year we're able to get this out, but we have, um, yeah, that's that's something that we want to really get going. And then this would be an in-person exhibit, or would it be like? Did... Yeah, it would be, it'd be an in-person one. So it, it, it um, for you know, for example, like uh, uh, a something that we're imagining is like you know, you're walking through the exhibit, right? And then mm -hmm. uh, using like lights or something, it feels like almost you're being like digitized into oh, okay. into the exhibit. And then like some of the works that you're looking at, kind of are supposed to kind of provoke questions of like, you know, yeah, who am I? In like the in like the kind of internet world versus who am I in like the the more uh, physical like regular life. Um, so yeah, and like, again, yeah. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Oh yeah, it's just like some of the thoughts about how like you know some people um, you know spend spend most of their lives or something playing you know games where they're you know they're like a hero in the game and like that that's who they feel is like their real self you know what i mean and like just kind of just trying to bring up the question like so what's real and what's not and like you know what's the line between those two things especially nowadays where it's like everybody's lives are all on the internet so internet right or what we think because it might not always be their life right yeah like exactly that's like one of the um one of the things that him and i have talked about yeah this is like kind of faking lives and you know again it's i oh. you know somebody could totally I could, you know, someone like freaking Dan Bilzerian or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his life, you know, not not so real, right? But then if you have three, if you have thirty-five million followers and every single one of them thinks that you're you're balling, like are yeah. you balling? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like kind of that question. Oh so. my god, this reminds me of. Have you seen or read Ready Player One? Yeah, I saw the movie. I don't Is think it, I actually got the chance to read the book though. The the book was better. Um, but I had like, is it's kind of like that, right? Like when you hop on the game, you have a whole different life in the game. People go to school there and stuff. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, if you're spending kind of most of your, you know, it's not just like time, but kind of like your, your like mental energy, kind of like your, um, your kind of emotional, <laughs> you know, yeah. emotional thoughts, you know, if you're, if you're meeting people in there that like, you know, you, you feel like you're having an emotional connection with um, what makes that any less kind of, again, it's kind of, again, it's kind of questioning this, this, this notion of like, what is kind of real, right? If I like, if I fall in love in whatever ready player one, is that fake love? Yeah. So, you know, you know yeah, so, definitely. so something like that. Oh man, that's really cool. I'm really curious to see how you're going to like showcase it. Do you have For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's great about like LA, which I'm not there currently, but there's a lot of kind of small exhibit spaces um, that you can uh, you can go in, rent out, and just kind of you know go ham on for a night or two, and uh, just trying to figure again, just trying to figure that out. Of course, kind of planning for this has slowed down significantly, just because it like doesn't yeah. feel like we're gonna. Uh, have any time to kind of really implement it anytime soon but um so, so i you know that's uh, a bad thing but also in a good thing that like 
a lot of freedom to kind of iterate on the idea continually, you know, just meet and just chat about like, oh, here's some, something interesting that I met with, met about. But, um, you know, yeah, just kind of sketching out ideas. Same thing as what we were talking about, sketching out ideas, just blueprinting random thoughts um, yeah. and kind of individual. So like the idea is that the whole uh, kind of exhibit is one larger idea. And then there's like singular uh, kind of works of art or pieces within it. And as you're moving through the exhibit, you're kind of like asking yourself different questions. So it's like one larger idea kind of, and Makes each station is like one smaller idea to, to mm -hmm. kind of lead you through the, the larger idea. Okay. Um, as far as doing freelancing jobs, do you want to talk about what you're able to do like for other people if they ever reached out to you? Like they yeah. wanted you to do something? Yeah, I think um, in terms of freelance and uh, the more kind of standard UX stuff, uh, like things like app design, web design, uh, but also um, speaking to the 3D stuff, um, I think a lot of companies, you know, this is my personal opinion, or should yeah. kind of lean into more kind of 3D type visuals or, you know, again, to, uh, back going back to telling a story. Mm -hmm. um, I think that a lot of... Um, a lot of people could use that, right? Like the way that you tell the story of your own brand, um, I think can be expressed really well and in, in a really do well done way with 3D visualizations. Um, you know, a long-term goal is of course, I had mentioned to you, you know, prior is like to start my own design studio, not necessarily just 3D, but to like kind of help uh, anybody that needs this uh, in terms of telling brand or product stories through experiences. Um, with 3D and uh, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm able to provide now and we'll, we'll continue to be able to do so. so. Yeah, cool. And then that, that concludes this episode, Brian. I, I wanna say thank you again for just joining me uh, today, giving me your time, I know. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having me, appreciate it, dude. I wanna give a special thank you to Brian for doing the episode. I also wanna thank everyone for listening and I hope you're back for the next episode. Thank you.